news, everyone. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Broken Bougie Podcast. Um, we film or film. Well, we, we're filming. <laughs> we are filming, but we record on Sundays, and today just happens to be Easter, so happy Easter. Happy Easter. I mean, it'll be late when you hear it, because it'll be- Happy Wednesday. Resurrection Sunday for my religious folks. Yes, Resurrection. Resurrection? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I cannot talk today. I don't know what is- it's every day you can't talk. Do not blame it on That today, is girl. not true. There are some days I am very well-spoken. Some days. This doesn't seem to be that day. Maybe. I don't know. Depends on our conversation and where it goes. But well, Chrissy picked this topic, and I think this is probably one of the most controversial yet interesting topics in the history of Broken Bougie podcasts. I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think it's controversial, but I think with our pandemic going on, because we're still quarantined, guys, that's what. I love that you tell them like they don't know. <laughs> I mean, I know they know, but hopefully. What if like people down the road are listening to it for the first time? They're like, oh, they are quarantined. You know, but they're, they're still quarantined. Got it. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they have the dates on it, but not everyone looks at dates. So he will be like, oh, okay, this makes sense because they were quarantined. So when they were talking about it, um, yeah. So my topic today is, especially since it's Easter, is it's religion. Religion basically during the pandemic, during um, our quarantine. I think you're specifically talking about the um, pastors who are still trying to have service. At home order. Yeah. The pastors who are still trying to hold church, even though we are all on stay at home orders right now. I mean, I think I'm, they're trying to hold physical church because you're going to have church regardless. I think that, yeah. You can have a lot of churches have been abiding by the rules of streaming. And doing it online, even Zooms, um, which I feel like it's the way to go. You don't need a lot of people in there, but a lot of pastors are trying to still hold physical church, which I feel like is insane. I feel like it's crazy. And Matt, I feel like it's so crazy. Talk about that. Because we are in a pandemic right now. So more than 10 people here, at least in Georgia, there was a case where church was being held secretly and then 35 people had COVID-19, like got tested out of all the people in the church. So gathering, obviously health officials are telling us not to gather for a reason, you know? And I like- gathering? Huh? Why do you think they're still gathering? I mean, I feel like they're still gathering because they are, people are still holding on to religion, which don't get me wrong. I'm religious. You're religious, but. I was just going to say, please explain that. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't, we're religious, but I mean, at the same time, I, I'm, I have reality and my reality is God and Jesus themselves are not telling me to walk into the sanctuary of church and I won't get COVID-19. 
right? Reality of it is a pastor, a man telling me to come, I will be okay and safe, who is not a doctor, is just not going, it's not sitting well with me. I wouldn't go. Are they saying that you're going to be safe? Is that what the pastors are saying? Yeah, they're saying they're safe. They're saying that religion is going to keep them safe. So, example, today I was watching the news with my dad, CNN, and um, a pastor in Kansas held church. Held church. Physical church. And this is what he, this is how he said he got around it. But I, I mean, I feel like this is a crock bullshit. But um, he held morning service, an afternoon service, and then he was going to hold a night service. But like people like start to threat, threaten him and threaten the church, and said like they'll they'll like blow up the church and stuff. So what? Decided, yeah, because he was getting national news, so people were like, "What the hell?" They were like, "We'll blow you guys up because we feel like you're just contracting COVID." Like he got like um. Death How many people were gathering? Okay, so the first the first service he had fifty five people, and he said this is how he got around it was because in I guess the laws it says only ten people can gather, but in churches, um, for I guess practice reasons, which I think is also a crock of bullshit, um, that does not pertain if you're in a choir. So he literally said that it was his choir that was congregating today. But it wasn't. So he lied. He lied, yeah. Wait, Yeah. Why would you have two church services? Well, three, technically. He had, um, the news said, um, it was on CNN and Fox News. Um, My dad watches both. So we were flipping back and forth. Um, The first service had like 56. And then the second service had like 55 people. Well, that reminds me of sometimes, it was a choir too. They had gathered just to do choir practice. And I think over half the choir ended up getting COVID. Yeah. I mean, and, it's just, and they said they practiced, you know, the social distancing and stuff. So. I mean, you're, you're not practicing social distancing by gathering together. Like you're not. And it's right. the same as kids going to school. This is why kids aren't going to school right now. Right. I think it's very dangerous and it can confuse people with religion too. A hundred percent. I've seen it a lot with confusion of people. And unfortunately, I feel like a lot of these churches that are still trying to hold church aren't trying to do it for a religious aspect. I think they're trying to do it for a monetary aspect of it. Speak on that. I do. I mean, obviously, if you're streaming church, you hold church, you don't necessarily have to tithe. Like I, you don't, I feel like some people don't feel like obligated to tithe. Oh, you're saying like there's no collection plate. Yeah, there's yeah. no collection plate being passed around. Yeah, they can give people their cash apps and um, different ways, PayPal's or different ways you can tithe. But I mean, I had a church that I went to in California and they've been had streaming service. And I used to stream it. When I moved to Florida, I streamed it um, when I was in New York, and I stream it even now sometimes. I don't stream it every Sunday, but I do stream it because th- they offer that. And they start offering it because for sick people. They start offering it for people who were sick and could not come to church. And this was before COVID-19. Just people who just are people who couldn't make it. Not saying they were sick. There's just reasons why people can't make it sometimes on Sunday to church. 
vacations, different things. So they decided they were going to start streaming and they did. I mean, it's the same with the churches that are on TV. Um, They're on TV. People watch them all the time. My mom watches a guy that she likes, um, Dr. Stanley. And I feel like in this day and age of technology, that's just how it has to be. But I feel like they're probably not seeing the profit or the money that you see when you're in church and collection. Have you ever been to church and never put money in it? Even my brokest days, I put money in the collection plate. Yeah. Because I felt so like you think that that's why they're still to hold the, ser- the church services is for like all monetary. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. Especially right now in when people are sick, like are getting sick. And it's a lot. Like right now we surpass the rest of the, the world the United States has with deaths for COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So it's super serious. I mean, come on, we're like now going into, I mean, some people are going into their sixth week. I think I'm going into my fifth week of being locked on lockdown. Right. Maybe, my, maybe my sixth week. I might be going into my sixth week. Um, I don't know. Right now. I know in California, it was just extended till what, May, May 15th right now is how far we're out. Yeah, and we're extended to April 30th. Some states are extended to June. So, are they? hmm Yeah. Portland's extended to June. And I can't remember what else is extended to June, but I was reading, like, some, some places are extended to June. Do you, oh, you think New York is extended to June. Do you think this is going to be the new normal for churches, and how do you think that's going to affect them um, – because you're saying it's, you think it's monetary. How do you think that's going to affect the church? Because you're telling me something about some loan too. Like, what were you saying about that? Oh yeah. So another, because my dad's visiting right now, and all he does is watch the news and CNN and Fox News. So I've been watching. Oh, so you are hella educated. This I know. Week. I've been watching way too much. Like oh. way too much. Like I'm usually guys reality TV out. And that's all I watch. But my dad watches. speaking facts this weekend. When we've yes, been my dad literally watches three things. He watches sports, which is not on right now. So that's out. The news channels, which is he flips between Fox News and CNN. And then Westerns, old Westerns. I do not sit down there when he's watching a Western. But I will sit down there when he watches the news because it informs me of what is actually happening and sometimes how stupid our politicians could be. Um, but yeah, so they had a segment and actually I didn't watch this on news. I watched this on TMZ. <laughs> TMZ. Oh. Well, thank oh. you, Harvey. But you know, Harvey's like, you know. He's a lawyer. <laughs> He's a lawyer. Yes. Him and Charles, um, they be spitting facts and truth. They be breaking stories. But they were talking, they this was a subject they were talking about, and they had Joel Olstein on there, but before that they were saying that a lot of these churches were talking about the difference between or the separation between church and state. Okay. Which is basically they don't want the government telling them what to do. And that's why we have that, the separation. But yet this PP, PP, no, PPE is the, what's the name? This, these governments are these loans that the small businesses are getting now with this new CARES Act. Um, 
they like we have the stimulus for us 1200 but if you had a small business um our large business they had where it's a it's a grant but if you don't have so many people in um if you don't have 90 percent of your employees it turns into a loan but the thing about it was churches were applying for those mm. but yet you don't want to buy by the government and their standards and what they're issuing which i feel like to me is kind of like a double standard like oh we'll take your money you'll take money from the government to help out your church which i get because some churches are really really small um and not really big not super church super churches i should know i live on the bible belt right now so there's a church on like every corner so i totally get that my aunt owns a church and or runs a church and owns it. She owns the property um, in New Jersey. So I definitely get it. Um, but so what are your thoughts? Like, do you think that they shouldn't take that money or they should abide by federal rules when it pertains to- I mean, you if you can take the money, you just have to abide by federal rules. You just have to right now. Not seeing this is going to be the normal forever. I feel like right now, this is what needs to happen are it's just not going to get better it's not right like right. it's how many months now it's going into never did i think this was going to go into april let alone we're about to be in the middle of april so this is going to go into may obviously you have may 15th yeah and that was everyone everyone knows that's going to be extended like i'm, yeah. I'm hoping for june july to be honest mm-hmm I mean, I mean, we are not going to get back to normal just yet anyways, but, but I mean, just like, yeah. yeah, but I do feel it's, it's definitely a monetary issue and it sucks for the people who are really religious and the people who actually believe this and believe their pastors, you know, how many people are like all about their pastor and all about like church and like whatever their pastor says is word yeah because they feel like they are they trust them you're a leader in the community you should be trusted yeah. and out of guidance because of the position you're in you should use more wisdom to keep people safe you know yeah a hundred percent i think these are the times where you are supposed to tell like your you congregation you're to stay yeah. home even like joel olstein i don't like joel olstein i think he's a false prophet 100 percent, but he has a mega church and he told his um congregation to stay home the only people he is allowed in church are the people who are recording his church services yeah so i definitely feel so okay uh, since you're saying it's for monetary reasons like how why do you think do you, he's not doing it for monetary reasons like what exempts his church practices because not all pastors are, you know, behaving this way. No, I don't think kids. all pastors are behaving this way, but I think it's a business. Church is a business. And regardless of what people want to say, it's not, it is. It's a business. These pastors run a business and that's what it is. It's a business. So you think he's just running his business better than no, other pastors? No, I feel like he set himself up just like in the real world in these corporations who some of them are now going bankrupt and can't like, you said it you said something to me today that it never resonated but it's resonating you said most americans live paycheck to paycheck but we never thought 
corporate companies live paycheck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they do live paycheck to paycheck. They do. And we're figuring that out. When you own restaurants and your restaurants can't pay rent for none of your 267 buildings, when restaurants we know are going out of businesses are just big corporations are going out of business, they can't handle what is happening. That right there is already telling their business practices of that. And I think church is a business. So I think some people run their business great and have really good business practices and put money up and have where they don't need their congregation or they feel like their congregation is solid enough to where I can stream and they're still going to spend their tithes and their money. Whether others are like, no, it's not. It's not good business practices that they run. And obviously you can tell the struggle. I mean, some churches here, when we first got our order here in Georgia, was holding like backwood churches, like in, in the woods, because they said, because we're in the open air, literally was their reason. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. It was like 75 to 100 people still gathering in freaking the woods holding church. That's some country shit if I've never heard. <laughs> Holy that is some country shit. We would not be holding that like the We might hold church at the beach now. In California. Church at the that beach is true. Amazing, but it wasn't to kill anything. It was just more of different scenery. Yeah. Church is walk, but that's funny that they were saying taking precautions by going outside. That's some funny oh, shit. Yeah, going outside, holding, you know, so you're not inside and it's not like a cesspool, I guess. But I guess people don't realize, like, if I sneeze and I'm outside and you're close enough to me, you can still get it, even if it gets on your hand and then you hit your face. Hmm. There it goes. So it's not airborne, but people don't understand that. No, they're saying it is airborne, I think. That's why they want us to wear masks, I think. Mm -mm. It's not airborne. No. So many, I've been watching all this, and even Dr. Fauci said it. It's not airborne. What he said is, if someone coughs, it can it can it can go up to six feet. That's why they want you to say. Oh God! They just changed it. They thought it was six feet. It's now thirteen feet. Oh shit! Okay, so <laughs> it can live up to a long time space, but it's not airborne. So it's not like if I'm out in the air and I breathe in, is I'm gonna get it? No. That if it was airborne, we would not be allowed to go out. out. Okay, so let me tell you this. Let's say like me and you are six feet apart. Well, whatever it is, it needs. Are we having technical difficulties? No, you like froze for a little bit, but you're back. So I am having technical difficulties. (laughs) Oh, you are. It said my internet was unstable. Oh, what, what's going on? Why is it Yeah, I'm like, it says my internet's unstable, but I can hear you now. But now oh. you're frozen. Are you frozen? No, I'm not moving. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't frozen. I just wasn't moving. <laughs> you're like, no, you're frozen. Or speaking. No, I wasn't, I wasn't moving or speaking. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, no, it's not airborne, but I feel like people, they were having issues too because say I'm a runner. I have friends that run 
and you go for a run and say, just as you're passing me and I'm passing you, we don't have masks on and you sneeze. I don't know that you sneeze because I have my earphones on, I'm running, you're running, but you sneeze and you have it and mm -hmm. we pass each other right as you sneeze. That's why you happens. shouldn't be going anywhere if you have symptoms and you're sneezing and coughing. I mean, you off. shouldn't, but you know, go for it. Like that is not an essential place. Like I need to go for a run because I'm coughing. Keep your coughing ass at home. That doesn't mean that they have it. It doesn't mean that not, say they're not showing any symptoms. Say they're asymptomatic, but yet the pollen outside made you sneeze and you had it, but you're not showing any symptoms that you had it. And as you ran by another runner and you sneeze and you get it and that person has an issue and then they get it, they got it ultimately from just running out. Sex. That's why they don't want I mean, they to tell you to stay six feet away, which I'm sure some people do, but I'm sure some people don't when they're running. I mean, my friend goes running and, and he's in New York, but when he runs- He, he goes running in New York right now? Mm-hmm, he goes running. There's a lot of people that do. He runs, though, early in the morning, and there's never anyone by him. He also goes to work, though. He's a medical professional. He has to go to work every day. He's an essential. So. He said he's an essential, the way you said that. <laughs> he's an essential. <laughs> like, if it's his race or something. Uh -huh. What are you, essential? <laughs> You're essential. Yes. But, yeah. So, I do have an issue with these pastors trying to push their congregation to go to churches. I think it's irresponsible for sure. I think it's totally irresponsible. I think it's ir irresponsible and dangerous. I think it's very dangerous. And I feel that like, just like the pastor in Tampa got arrested, I feel like these, these pastors are holding church. They should be arrested. There should be something taken against it because they're gonna just think it's fine. Like this pastor that did it in Kansas today. He's gonna keep thinking it's okay. He even said they're trying to make it a martyr. Like, oh, they're like they love the Lord so much. They're trying yeah. to fight it. make it a religious battle when I don't think that's what it is. No, it's not a religious battle at all. Right now, it's a health battle. It's a health health issue battle. There you go. All of us. Right. But, um, even he said he said he was still gonna hold church. He was just gonna do it ten people at a time. As I'm saying, they're making it like where it's like you're trying to stop church and it's like that's not what's happening you can have all of your congregation digitally at one time if you need to look if the boomers can learn how to shop online and zoom and do all that things my mom does not do zoom she doesn't do anything she hardly can do google hangouts but my niece set her up on zoom we had a family zoom today and she got it done she's like 70 something so like i said if boomers can learn technology these pastors, they have young people that can set up streaming yeah. in ways we can do it. Yeah, I mean, me, you have been, we've only yeah. been in Mexico together where we recorded together. All of our episodes have been through online, a platform, right. you know? Right. So right. you can do it. People are learning that now. They're holding meetings. I mean, you're working from home. There's yeah, I'm working from home. A lot of companies are working from home. My niece, who works in the film industry with editing, she was furloughed, but now things need to be edited. So they literally just set her up so she can start working again. Oh, that's nice. Good for her. Yeah. Oh, best friend. Yeah, all her projects are still pushed, but they still were like, if we are not working on it, even though those projects are pushed, 
they were like, when we come back, we're going to have so many deadlines we have to hit. It's just because they still do have these projects. They're still, you know, so they need the editing team. And that's what she did. And so now she's back. Um, She said the only thing was one of her projects um, went from a movie to Netflix. So they, she won't edit it because she does trailers. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're wonder they're, how all this is going to change film because I know they were saying some movie theaters not even opening again. Like everything's going to be like streaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the one of the things too. One of the films. It it was a film that was highly, um, not publicized, but yeah, publicized, and it was. Um, all of a sudden the trailer was gone because it was actually supposed to come out in April because it has one of my favorite actors in it and I didn't, or actresses, and I didn't know that my niece was working on that and she told me that um, the network decided not to release it and they sold it to Netflix instead. So now it's going to go on Netflix. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So some of them, they've, I guess, which is smart to me, a lot of them have been reevaluating what they should do with the movie industry. I mean, you're highly anticipated. You haven't watched it yet because you're waiting for your daughter. But I love the first one. I was oh, highly trolls, anticipated. I know. To watch Trolls. I can't wait. And I'm glad it's streaming. I don't have to go to the movies and look like, you know, a freakazoid. I don't <laughs> watch. Watching the kid and movie. Watching the kid movie. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, to me, that's super exciting. I love how like, some of the things are changing. I can be in the comfort of my home and watch per- Trolls World Tour. So, no, that's going to be super cute. Yeah, I'm excited about that. It's just crazy how this is like changed over. It just changed everything. Everything has changed. Mm-hmm. Everything has changed. Everything's put into, I would say, perspective. I think you realize how much money runs the world because I think not that I didn't know churches were around like a business. I'm not naive. I think just the way that we've been talking about, and especially in our conversations today, you've really put it in perspective how much of a business this is. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I mean, I feel like because it's such, it's so re- religious that people don't like to see that it's run like a business, but yeah. it is. It's the same as in Catholic churches, the Vatican, all of it is ran like a business. Okay, and so here's my thing. Do you think it's weird that you hear about a lot of these churches that are like, like a lot of the Catholic churches were staying open at first, but you don't hear about too many of them now that they're in a certain denomination of um, religion? Mm, I think it's not heard about it now. And I think most of the Catholic church, I'm sure if they did, they were going to go against the... Um, well, you know, I'm thinking about, like, Muslim churches and masses yeah. and synagogues. They're not... You don't hear about them fighting to stay open or, you no. know what I mean? Well, like, I know the Pope, which is the head of the Catholic Church, literally told people to stay home. Told people... And then he streamed his mass today for everyone. And people were watching it because I have friends that are Catholic. And they put it up on Instagram. And that's so, what I'm saying. Like, do you think it's a specific denomination? Because it's more like the churches that you're talking about, those are Christian churches, right? Yeah, I do think it's tr- it's Christian churches, yeah. <laughs> I do. I'm saying, like, I, I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know, maybe I don't want to say this and be wrong, but are there, like, masses and, like, synagogues that are not, that are not adhering to these rules or stuff like that? Like, are, and we're not hearing about it? 
No, I don't think so. And then right now too, it, it, it happened to be, well, Wednesday was Passover. So no, you haven't been hearing about other denominations. A certain domination. Yeah, it is a certain one, unfortunately. As Christians, as Americas, America, <laughs> I tell you about us. Um, <laughs> all Christians, like yeah, because we're Christians, and I mean we're Christians, but m- most of Americans are probably Christian. Actually, I'm gonna look that up. Just it, is that a true statement? I don't know if that's a true statement. That's why I'm gonna look it up. I like, that's like, a hell of a Christian. I know right? that is. That's why I was like, let me look it up. Um. Just to make sure. I feel like Catholicism and Christianity might be the two popular ones in America. Well, I know Catholicism is huge in other countries. Like, I feel like it's it's huge here, but not as big as it is in, like, other countries. Not like it's big in Italy. It is in Spain. It is in Mexico. Like... Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm looking it up. That's so funny. You just said that. I don't I don't think that's true. Christianity is the largest religion in the United States, with okay. the various uh, Protestant churches having the most adherents. Protestant churches? I it's no, not Protestant, sorry. Protestant. That's what? Protestant? No, with the ver- various Protestant, not Protestant. I don't I don't know what that means. I don't either, but that's what it says. <laughs> it says having the most Protestant churches, having the most. Well, here. how about you that's, find another reason? So Nemi, I'm gonna look that up and see. Please. Make it make sense, please. Protestants or Christians? Protestantism is the second largest form of Christianity with a total of 800 million to 1 billion adherents worldwide are about 37% of all Christians worldwide. Well, okay, so that was an accurate statement you made. Yeah, see? I didn't know what it meant. You didn't know what it meant, but now we know what it means. Now we know what it means. I don't, I still have questions about it, but, but okay. So then I mean, I have act- questions about it too, but this is what I think of. Um, I always think of a political statement when it also comes to religion, even though people like to separate it, but it's not separating because literally um, one of the biggest things with um, politics is actually religion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I always think of whenever something comes into play, a bill like abortion or something, you always have those politics right. Christians come out and then these other people that are like, well, I voted for this person because they're God-fearing and they're Christian and Christianity being wrong Christian, but literally that's what I think of. <laughs> so that's why in my head I was like America and gotcha, America. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. I could stand behind that statement. Yeah. 
that's, but I think that's crazy. I didn't think about that till right now. But you know, you don't hear about like other dominations of religions and stuff like that. Just trying not to go against the grain. No, but you know what it is. I think about it too. So I was having a conversation with the person. I won't say the, who this person is, but um, I know. Uh huh. I know them. No, you know of them. Of them or okay. people. Um, okay. this person is very Republican, like Republican, and I won't even say Republican because I feel like sometimes they're moderate. I feel like they lean both ways, but the conversation was about us being locked in and legit. What they said was we're American. They can't hold us in here forever. We have freedoms and rights. Yes. <laughs> and I said, well, and then they said, well, we're not China. They can't lock us in our house. Why do you want to go outside and get everybody sick? Thank you. Because this person said they have rights. Meaning, we talked about this already, where um, I feel like people's selfishness is coming out. They're, I, I literally, I was just like shocked. I was like, are you serious? I was like, well, it's a health thing. And they were like, I don't care. Like, this can't go on forever. Like, I can go out where I want to go out and do what I want to do. Like, the government can't tell me what to do. What they said. And I said, oh, okay. Wow. And I said, until they enforce martial law. And he was like, they can't enforce martial law. Another statement. Because more Americans have more guns than the government. What? This is what this person told me. And I was like, what do, what do I say to that? Because I was like, I feel like right now you're a crazy person. Are you punking me? No, I'm not punking you. This is a real conversation that I had. No, that's what I would have asked the person. Like, are you punking me? No, because this person it was truly believing what they were saying. And I was just like, okay and then I was like so are we gonna get into a gun battle with freaking um the government with the popo like the oh popo? I'm like how I thought we're still talking about Obviously, this, this person is other <laughs> right and right right, right. I, yeah I literally was just like they're not part of the community <laughs> no because that's just not our thinking i'm not thinking that but yeah they said that but then this is that's what i think the churches are the pastors and these people are like they can't hold us in forever they can't stop us they're, I don't think they're trying to be stopped that's the thing it's like it's not a stopping you from doing anything it's just doing it a different way we're not they're not doing this because they want to do we're not bombing our economy because um, the government was like, let's just, you know, keep everyone home. Do you know right now, 17 million, this was on CNN today, 17 million Americans have filed for unemployment. That's insane. 17 million. That's insane. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. I was like, what? Okay, so then that's my question. With people being like unemployed and stuff, how do you think that's going to affect the church too? Because this is a business that's ran off tithing. So obviously people are not going to be able to tithe as much if they make significantly less. Exactly. They're, they're not going to be able to tithe. 
So I also feel like that's when peer pressure comes in. They're going to pressure them. What Just you like mean? you said, didn't you say there was a church that was asking people to show their W-2s? So yeah, I was tithing. My my um, sources are not as scholarly as Christy. So I was literally on Instagram following like gossip in the city. And I was all up in the comments because there's a certain pastor who like is messing with teenage girls, I guess. So I was, you know, looking at that story and they're like, oh yeah, my church, if you don't make, you have to submit W-2s um, so that they can make sure you're um, taxing appropriately or tithing appropriately for your tax bracket. That's, that's right. What would you do if a, like you were visiting a church and they were like, oh, okay, and you like love the message, like you get like fed spiritually and they just wanted a copy of your tax return. Would you? No, would you no. Why do you need a copy of my tax return? First of all, you are not the IRS. You are not the government. <laughs> you like, I don't owe you shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think people forget too, like the first churches, if they read the Bible, weren't hurt, weren't held in churches. Like they were held wherever they needed to be held in barns, like at people's houses, like wherever they could hold what they call a church is, was held, not in their form of whatever. So no, I'm sorry. That's, to me, that's inappropriate. I mean, I get it. I definitely get it. My mother is a boomer. She is. And she likes this um, pastor. I don't like him. His name is Creflo Dollar. They call him Crook Dollar. Oh and my was, God. They were talking about him. That yes. He so he was asking his congregation for money for a private plane. Another one. He already had one. Another one. He already had one. And my mom was like, I will donate to him. I was like, what the hell? You want to have a private plane. Don't get me wrong. Like, my mom is retired. She's not living, like, oh, my gosh, the most luxurious life. But she's living a comfortable life. But it ain't, like, you need to give this guy some money. Like, she was like, what's wrong with that? He's just telling the truth and asking. And I was like, no, he's not a Jay-Z, a Kanye. Like, no, he is not earning this money. You're asking people for that. That's like the same as going and starting a GoFundMe to buy someone an engagement ring. Me starting a GoFundMe because I want to fucking go on vacation, but I don't want to pay for it. I want everybody else to pay for it. People do GoFundMe's for an engagement ring? Yes, there was a GoFundMe for an engagement ring. I am not. Like GoFundMe now like shuts all that shit down. But when they first started, it was like the ridiculous things that people like put GoFundMe for up. And one was, oh my gosh, I wish I had screenshotted back then, but this GoFundMe was for a guy because he said that his girlfriend deserved the best. And he was trying to raise $75,000 for a, a ring for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, from other people's money. And that's what I feel like these churches do. That's what Cruffle Dollar is doing. Trying to get a private plane with other people's money. Not his own money. And then people don't get these. These congregations that go, a lot of these people are struggling. Like struggling. They're living paycheck to paycheck. As we found out, most of America does. And they barely can put food on the table for their family. can barely pay their rent. And yet they're coming 
to get spiritual guidance in the word and you are asking for their W-2s to make sure they're tithing enough or you're asking them for money? And if you don't make enough, no, the people here are not struggling because in the comments it said if you don't make enough, you can't be a member of the church. What? Yeah. Oh, how no. Yeah. Again, this is just in the comments. I I know. know. I know that's just a comment, but obviously it's probably true, but that church needs to be like shut down. Like people need to blast that church. Like for real. That's not okay. Not in this. That is day. not okay. That right there to me is just like greed. It's just like these people. I always think of um oh, oh the show I watched. Greenleaf. Greenleaf. This is why. I never I, got into that show. How was that I, show? It's it's a lot of scandals and monies and things like that, but it just it kinda outs what what the church is about, like what it's supposed to be about, but what it's not. And yeah. Yeah. I see. Like I said, I'm a religious person, but sometimes churches turn me off. They'll okay. never turn me off of God, but they do turn me off. Like I, I question. I was really disappointed to see some of these churches um, just ignoring social distancing and stuff. Because like I said, I don't think it was a situation where they were telling them how to conduct service or what their sermons were on. It was just, yeah. can you just do it in a, a distancing way to keep everyone safe? Exactly. And I think I've seen this interview and it just like, it broke my heart because I, I make this statement all the time, like, oh, I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. And I believe that. And she's like, oh, I can go to church. And they're like, you're not afraid of COVID. And she's like, I'm covered in the blood of Jesus, where it's like, you know, being covered in the blood of Jesus might mean in coverage, if that's the time that you're supposed to be called home, you're supposed to be called home. But we are given wisdom to like, stay home to avoid it, you know? And I yeah. feel like it's, it's saying like, either you have faith in God, or you're listening to the government. And I don't like that type of, Mm-mm. you know? Not at all. If that makes sense. Because I feel like a lot of older people, their faith, it's their faith would be Especially for like older people that like, even if they have families, they're just not going to let their family tell them. They're going to be like, God will give me through. God will cover me. You know, I'll be okay. I'll go to church. Especially those older people that go to church every Sunday. They just don't miss church. And they're all about the church, but. They need their their leader to make that decision because, you know if the church is open, which is why I think the government was saying you have to close it because if you give people a choice, they're going to, they're going to follow you and they are going to think that it's safe for them to go. And it's like, you know, it's not, it's just not safe. It's not safe. Even if you're covered in the, like, it's not safe. People are dying out here. So people are dying. I'm glad we discussed this topic because it was something that was irritating my soul. It was clearly. And then <laughs> clearly, when I seen TMZ discussing it, um, guys, I've been watching a lot of TMZ since I've been home. TMZ Live, actually, um, which I love. And then even TMZ Live, they're not—they're doing everything. They're—they're they're doing everything from home. Like they're all in their own home, little places, and they're streaming. And they're still doing. Oh yeah, it. they're not all gathering together. Yeah, Bravo still doing it. Like everybody is still doing it. I know it's funny because you're like um I think I was watching one of the like I think it was one of the um maybe the love and hip-hops and you know how they do their um oh their commentary yeah they've been doing it from home they're doing it from home huh Mm -hmm. I was like yeah 
bootleg and then i realized i'm like oh this is from home That's yeah they're doing their commentary from home from there the love and hip-hop and i see now black ink crew and then the real housewives um they're um i was gonna say red carpet it's not their reunion show they're yeah. gonna be street they're streaming it so they'll all be in their own homes they won't Interesting. be resting. Yeah, like everyone, Andy, everybody, and especially like they don't want to be around Andy. And Andy did have COVID nineteen, you know. Right. So, um. Yeah, but they're all going to be in their own homes, and that's going to be an interesting reunion. A hundred percent. It is going to be. Interesting. I can't wait to watch it, guys. I literally can't because you know, the news. I'm I'm getting over the news like that. You ready for some of your your real TV? After this, I'll probably never watch the news again. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of the news. You know that. <laughs> I know. You don't. Your your news used to be. Quinny used to say, "I would be like Quinny, did you watch the news?" Like I would tell her something, and she'd be like, "Where'd you see that?" And I'd be like, "The news," and she'd be like, "E news." <laughs> I didn't see it on my news. Yeah, she'd be like, "I didn't see it on my news," and I'd be like, "What's that?" She'd be like, "E news." I only watch what I only believe what E news is saying. I was like, yeah. Ian is a celebrity news. Like, that's not, <laughs> not what's going on in the world. That's what's going on with celebrities. So. Well, why do I need to have the news when I have you as a best friend? You keep me pretty informed as to what's going on. Yeah, I will keep you informed. because you know. I'm always like, what? Like, you're the one who told me about Tiger King. I had no idea. Well, Tiger King, I learned off of social media. So. Well, I wouldn't have watched it if it weren't for you. Like, hey. Want to watch some crazy white people shit? I mean, shit. it was. It literally was. There's no other way to put it. Like, oh, oh that's my gosh, I got the new episode too today. I'm right. Gonna... That's what I said. That's what I want to toast to is to the new episode of Tiger King. Okay. So that's what we're toasting to. We're going to toast or cheers to um, the new episode. And Carol Baskin. Of Tiger King, um, and us to know that Carol Baskin killed her husband and fed him to a tiger. And I've heard it's mostly about that. It's mostly about Carol Baskin this episode. This, Is it? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm excited to watch that. And your shut up and wine. I'm gonna take that. Um, I feel like these passengers need to shut up and wine about it and get and jump on a freaking Zoom or jump on a go-to meeting, or jump on some kind of streaming service that people can see. And I mean, even if they wanted to, they could literally make a, um, like a Patreon where people pay and then they could stream it that way. So you can't even stream unless you pay. They really wanted people to pay. Right, yeah. that's really like, like, yeah, that's really what it is about money. There's so many different ways they could do it, you know? Right. To keep everybody safe, which keep everybody good. safe, which what we do. So I agree. Oh. Shut up and about it. Yes. Till next time, guys. Remember, stay home, be safe, but wash your hands. Wash your hands for 20 seconds. And mostly just stay home. Stay home. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye.